Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Cece. And this is Claire. And this is our morning edition of series six. And so today we're going to cover um, three uh, stories that under the radar stories along with one local news story. Okay, so our first under the radar news story is about an oil tanker in Yemen. So the FSO Safer, a 1,188-foot tanker off Yemen's west coast, which is filled with around 48 million gallons of oil, could sink or even explode at any time. So it's basically a ticking time bomb. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. If spilled, the spill could affect 28 million people, kill many fish and birds, poison coral reefs, damage desalination plants, which remove salt from salt water to make it drinkable, and close shipping lanes and ports in the Red Sea. These ports are incredibly important when it comes to Yemen's international aid. The safer needs to be diligently maintained, but it hasn't been for over five years because of the war between Houthi rebels and Saudi-led military that has been dispatched to stop them. The company that owns the safer does not have the resources to retain the taker, tanker since the machinery that prevents possible explosions does not work anymore. The Houthis, which control the area around the safer, has refused any help from the UN, but their opinions changed after a water tea. Water tea? A water leak into the Safer's engine room in May. The leak was fixed, but only temporarily. Houthi leadership has now confirmed that they will allow a UN mission to evaluate the tanker, which will hopefully happen in the next couple of weeks. The reason the Houthis received, refused help was because they wanted to sell the oil inside the Safer. However, the pandemic has reduced the price of oil greatly. Additionally, five years inside of the rusty tanker might have damaged and contaminated the oil, so there's basically no use for that anymore. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our next story is about Commonwealth Edison, or uh, better known as ComEd. They are uh, the largest electric utility uh, company in Illinois, um, being the sole provider of electricity to Chicago and Metro Illinois. They have been charged with bribery. Um, to be exact, $1.3 billion in bribes which is crazy amount. That's so uh, on Friday, there's a court ruling that concerned that bribery charge from federal prosecutors against ComEd in the alleged arrangement. The company admitted to giving jobs, payoffs, and contracts to associates of Illinois House Speaker Michael Madigan from 2011 to 2019, even though the associates did little or no work for ComEd. Obviously, this was to influence favor for Madigan, who as a powerful legislator could raise electricity rates for ComEd and thus raise their revenue. ComEd um, admitted to that $1.3 billion in payouts to Madigan Associates so that two pieces of legislation could pass in their favor. Um, the, those pieces of re- legislation relaxed regulation over ComEd's authority for establishing electricity rates. Because of this, ComEd now has to pay $200 million as a fine. Um, also, despite the confession from ComEd, Michael Madigan denies ever participating in the scheme. Um, in the documents for prosecutors, he's only referred as public official A, of, uh, and he has not been charged with any crimes, which it seems pretty obvious that he at least knew of his involvement. Yeah. Um, this is part of a continual corru- continuing corruption investigation concerning public utilities and the state government at the moment. That's a lot of money. 
It is. Okay, then. <laughs> so our third under the radar news story is that a Washington State County declares that chalk writings on the sidewalk is actually illegal. In Stella, which is in Yakima Co- County in Washington, chalk drawings on the sidewalk are legal and can be punishable by up to 364 days in jail and a $5,000 fine. Actually, the drawings implicitly refer to the Black Lives Matter chalk writings that have been appearing recently. Stella's chalk activism began in early June when Gabriel Fabian drew the words Black Lives Matter in front of his home. Soon afterwards, the city crew came to wash the drawings away. More were drawn again, and then they were washed away again, and this happened multiple times. Police Chief Richard Hayes declared that the drawings could be considered graffiti and could possibly result in a citation. After the warning from the police, Fabian's family had a lawyer respond. Sela's municipal attorney, Rob Case, declared that the chalk drawings and murals violated the city's malicious mischief statute, which is punishable by up to 364 days in jail and a $5,000 fine. The city asserted that they had a policy of cleaning up any chalk drawings, but it has been noticed that the chalk drawings from graduation still remain on sidewalks. Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, obviously they're not trying to stop chalk drawing, drawing just trying to stop Black Lives Matter activism drawings. So yeah, very noticeable. So our last local story is about a coin shortage in the Bay Area. Due to coronavirus, in-person spending has decreased, thus resulting in a lowering demand for coin, right? You buy something in cash, you ask for change and whatnot. Um, This is according to the U.S. Mint. Uh, You can see the full effects of this in businesses such as the laundromat. Many owners have started restricting the dispensation or the distribution of quarters, asking that they only be used for the laundry machines before people used to come in just to trade, like, um, cash into coins so they can do, use it for something else. Laundromats are also the only one of the few businesses left that don't rely on automated payments. Um, some of them, even most of them actually, 60% of them rely solely on coins. Mm-hmm. This shortage also uh, kind of stems from the decreasing amount of coins in banks, almost as much as a 75% reduction as banks receive less and less coins. Um, so because of this, the banks themselves are also restricting the distribution of coins to business and the business are, um, restricting the distribution of coins to customers. And obviously that, um, train will like reduces the amount of available coins for Mm. consumers. Interesting. I didn't think that would actually happen. Yeah, me neither. But US Met is trying to print more coins because of this so although it's not too unique to bay area it's one of the um it's still pretty the effect is pretty prevalent here Mm. so that's all the news that we have for today thank you for tuning in